One of the things that you should value most in life is peace of mind. And that's kind of hard to come come up with lately. It's like, uh, I don't know. My shoes aren't on fire. Oh, and I don't have to worry about that uh, until somebody comes and sets fire to your feet. Um, oh, it'll happen. You think that's crazy? Have you read the paper or seen the news? American financing is a place that can help give you some peace of mind with your financial uh, uh, world. Right now, interest rates have just crested at 7%. 7%. And I have news for you. It's going higher. Please, if you have iInterest credit cards, get those down right now. Your... your uh, your uh, credit card interest rate is probably at 19%, 20 That's going to go up as well. Please get yourself out of debt. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. program i want to talk to you a little bit about the economy this hour what is coming fascism if we have time to really go deep into that and i want to start with nord stream 2 uh, some new things have uh, come to mind here since we even started the show some new pieces of information i want to i want to share with you a thought that uh i haven't heard anybody bring up yet and this should be front and center in our minds uh you know in each of our lives what can you take away from nord stream 2 today and take to the bank i'll explain in 60 seconds speaking of the banks (laughs) gee i love them i'm so glad that when they were going under and they were too big to fail what we did is we broke them up and made them into smaller banks or no what we did is we bailed them out and then made them into even bigger banks. Well, that's great. That's really great. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but it looks like the uh, sterling, the British sterling, is about to go under the dollar for the first time. That's not good. Euro is falling apart today. Our currency is going up, but it's a matter of time before that hits the skids as well. So what do you have of value? Do you have, I mean, think like people thought back in Germany. First thing they thought of was food. Then they had gold, silver, diamonds, art, anything of value. What do you have? Please call Goldline today. You can take some of the money that you have, uh, you know, in the market 
in your retirement funds and put it into a uh, IRA, maybe 10% of it, so you have it, please put, spread the risk out and put your money in some of your money in gold or silver. Just find out if it's right for you and ask them at Goldline about their 6% free bonus medals when you uh, complete an IRA this month. Goldline at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Okay, so I'm I'm not sure because of the hurricane, I can't get a a, a good grip on how America is feeling about this uh, Nord Stream bombing. But that's what it was. We know that this was sabotage. There's no natural explanation for it. And it uh, would have somebody diving about 220, 230 feet uh, below the surface. That is not something that your average diver can do. Um, and this is encased in concrete. So this is blowing up the concrete and getting to the pipeline to blow that up. This is, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not going to the moon, but it is, you know, rather difficult to do. So who did it? This is an escalation that this is so important for you to understand. This is now a non-military key infrastructure that has been destroyed. If Russia thinks we did it, they've already said nukes are now on the table. That gives us a green light to use nukes. Forget about nukes for a second. Because if that happens, we all have 18 minutes. I'm going to the bar. I'm going out with a drink in my hand. But uh, <laughs> you got 18 <laughs> Family, meet me at the bar. Um, <laughs> my wife would probably already be there. I've been there for a month living with you. Anyway, uh, so forget about nukes for just a second. And let's talk about what other things can Russia do. This is non-military key infrastructure outside of the borders of Ukraine. To date, as far as we know, combat targets were either in Ukraine or were military targets hit inside of Russia by Ukrainian Air Force or Special Forces. But the target menu now includes key civilian infrastructure, electricity, water utilities, energy production. That makes Russia more dangerous than ever. And that would be true no matter who carried out the attack. But it's significantly more true if this attack came with or without U.S. support from the West. Second, this uh, represents a major shift in the balance of power. The leverage that Russia had or has had over the EU because now, assuming the pipelines can't effectively or quickly be repaired, this removes one of the major legs of Putin's leverage over Europe and particularly over Germany. Politicians and in Europe, including Ukraine, were quick to blame Putin for destroying Nord Stream. And of course, you know, the completely unsubstantiated claims were immediately picked up everywhere in the West, particularly the U.S. media including the Associated Press, the New York Times, Washington Post. You immediately have the West saying it's Russia. It might be Russia. 
It might be Russia. I, 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 I would never have hesitated to say this before on the air, ever. But I know the game that we are playing now. So I want to be very careful because I don't want to be um, called a Russian operative or spreading Russian misinformation. Russia says it's us and they make some compelling points. I hope to God it's not us. I root for us. But the truth will set us free. So let's just say, um, let's just say it's Russia. Let's just say it's Russia. Does it make sense for Putin to have done this? First of all, these aren't Russian pipelines. These are privately owned pipelines, uh, Russian companies and some European companies. Gazprom, which is the Russian oil and gas uh, industry owned by Russia, uh, they're the minor shareholder. So the major shareholders come from Europe and come from Russia. If you are a major shareholder in Russia of the Nord Stream pipelines, I'm guessing you're pretty pissed today. And that's after uh, many months of being pissed at Vladimir Putin because you're shutting down my business. I want to sell gas to Germany. So is it in Putin's best interest to sabotage these uh, pipelines because he's he's pissing big oligarchs off? Okay. Nord Stream 1 has carried hundreds of billions of cubic meters of natural gas from Russia to Germany since it came online. Nord Stream 2 never became fully operational. Two days before Russia invaded Ukraine, Germany vetoed opening of that pipeline to try to put pressure on Putin into not invading. It didn't work. And then we sent a, a TIE fighter in and there, he didn't know there was this shaft right in the middle. Anyway. Both pipelines are kept pressurized with gas. That's a key part of the structural integrity in dealing with the pressures of being deep in the ocean. So, no, the gas leak isn't proof that Germany was secretly buying Russian gas all along. It's perfectly normal for the pipeline to be kept pressurized, even when not pumping gas into Germany. Now, we found out about this because of the Swedish seismologists. Uh, that's just... I just want to be one of those guys. I'm a Swedish seismologist. Yeah, sure. Quaking. Uh, they detected an underwater explosion. It is estimated to be as powerful as several hundred pounds of TNT. When they, when they recognized that explosion, uh, at the same time, the pressure in Nord Stream 2 dropped to zero. Now, according to their preliminary findings, findings, the explosion carries the signatures of a man-made blast, not an underwater volcano, landslide, or anything else natural. Hours after this explosion, a combat air patrol out of Denmark spotted a half-mile-wide bubbling cauldron of gas escaping. Now, as if to confirm... 
about 16 hours after the first blast and a hundred miles away from the first one, another explosion, even larger, occurred at another point in the pipeline. This time it was Nord Stream 1. That's a major part of why analysts were so quick to say this is sabotage. It's kind of like when the first plane hit the tower and we're all like, how could the pilot have possibly? And when the second plane hit, you didn't need any information. You knew this was coordinated. That's what happened yesterday. Okay, so who benefits? (sighs) Unfortunately, it's us. It's us. Now, there seems to be a rush to judgment that this was a false flag attack by the Russians because Putin is a madman and and he is. Uh, But there's a couple of problems with a false flag because Putin's major leverage over Europe has been energy production with about 20 percent of Europe's total energy production coming via the Nord, Nord Stream pipeline. So destroying the pipeline cuts off all of his uh, leverage. Okay, so why would he do that? Next, if it was a false flag operation by Russia, you're missing the flag part. You know what I mean? By the way, CIA is the best at this, but you're supposed to leave something behind. So you're like, absolutely, that was right. Look at the Russian flag floating up to the top. There it is. They spelled Russia out in bombs. Okay? You leave something. Yeah, you know what's bubbling up? Vodka's bubbling up. Got it. Now, if this had happened a week before Putin had called for further mobilization of the Russian army, and if it was a clear attack by NATO or the U.S., then it might make sense as a false flag op. Stir up nationalism in Russia justify the calling up of 300,000 reverse uh, reservists etc cetera, etc cetera, then it might make sense okay are we capable of doing it we're, of course we're capable of it are we spiritually that dark inside is somebody in this administration that dark that they would do it and you know it's not just one person this would take a lot of people would our special forces actually be that dark that they would do this i i don't think so maybe i'm naive but i just i maybe i pray look we don't want to believe our country would do such things and this appears to have been a deliberate act of war against a civilian target of no immediate or direct threat to the U.S. or our allies. So that goes against everything we are. The media response from the White House, Pentagon, State Department, they weren't well coordinated. And if it were us, the CIA's pretty buttoned up. You know, well-crafted talking points that circle immediately. I mean, within a couple of hours, you got it down. Remember Benghazi? Remember Benghazi? It was a film. It was definitely a film. And everybody was saying it. That wasn't the case yesterday. This is very recent. 
the evidence might be forthcoming that Putin was to blame. Maybe the explosives will show to be chemically of Russian origin. Or maybe this was a sophisticated cyber attack out of Russia. I haven't seen any way to, to verify something like that. Some other, you know, very mean thing that a very bad man Putin did. Okay? But let's not just go Putin bad. Let's not go Biden's bad. That's, that's not, this is too important. This is a Cuban missile crisis. And I, I just don't think enough people really understand how important this is. So let me clarify it one more time. Whoever it was, they've just put civilian infrastructure in international waters now on the table. If Russia feels it can now take the gloves off and bring cyber warfare on a grand scale into this, then weapons of mass destruction are officially an inherent risk to the U.S. and our allies. The stakes here are real. Water, electricity, oil pipelines, all of our infrastructure is at risk. And that's true no matter who did what used to have a hard time getting asleep at night <laughs> can't imagine why but that was in the bad uh, you know the battle days before i met mike lindell and uh, he he got me hooked on his pillow man i'm telling you he's a pillow pusher he really is mike lindell you know america's most wanted somebody that's <laughs> man the fbi they just they that was almost a shootout for this guy he is so dangerous he and his pillows and now his slippers my gosh what kind of revolution is this guy plotting me myself um i love his sheets i love his sheets i love his pillows sleep with it every night slippers great but you know what would make me pick up the phone more than anything else is how much they hate mike lindell how much the government would love to see him go out of business. That, that's, that's probably, why did you buy your pillow today? Because of how much they hate those pillows and the pillow guys. Yeah, that'd be me. But I'm kind of petty. Anyway, MyPillow.com. You know, buy it for that reason or because they're really, truly great. And they come with a money-back guarantee, a one-year warranty, all at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code BECK. MyPillow.com promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. seconds, station ID. You know, Stu, I think we're going to have to get to the largest armed robbery in the history of the United States tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah. The largest armed robbery. Largest armed robbery mm. in, in U.S. history. Mm. And we caught the people who did it. We know who did it. And no arrests have been made. This is an actual... Bank robbery. Guys going into vaults and taking everything out. We know who did it. No arrests. It's quite an amazing story. Uh, we'll give that one to you uh, tomorrow. Hey, by the way, 
um, in New Orleans, they're looking for police officers because there's a shortage because of the defund the police movement. They're still in the midst of reimagining, you know, everything uh, uh, with the police. And they are way understaffed. And so they started hiring civilians just to go in, you know. I'm not kidding. Civilians to be investigators. I can solve crimes. Uh, they also have. They have also it's like fantasy league for for, yeah. for police officers. Yeah, mm. yeah. I got the butler. <laughs> got the, but he's on my team. Uh, anyway, it's the candlestick. <laughs> uh, New Orleans has the highest homicide rate of any major city in the country. 41 murders per 100,000 people. That's a 44% increase over last year and a 141% increase since 2019. I can solve crimes. I can do it. Hey, I'm I'm an artist. I can paint the the outline of the body. We've seen the left now running from their defund the police positions. Yeah. But do they get held responsible for that? Like I, I mean no. Beto O'Rourke is a great no. example of that here in Texas. Where he came out and said, yeah, no, we should be. I'm really glad that the George Floyd protests are bringing to the center of our conversation, mm-hmm. defunding the police. Finally, it's happening. We're so excited about it. And uh, I'm curious as to whether he gets rewarded for that position after we've seen these these hikes. It'd be in interesting crime. to watch. Mm-hmm. Won't it? Um, by the way, the New Orleans Police Department uh, has uh, said, you know, we have to hire more people. And uh, so we hope to lure more talent uh, into the New Orleans Police Department. Any applicant that has been turned down before that had any kind of questionable past, don't worry about it. You're in. So we're reimagining the police in a way where the police are our former crooks. Mm. That's good. What I think could that, possibly go wrong. What could possibly go wrong? No, you want people with a little shady past. You know, hey, I can make all of this go away. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, New Orleans, you're going to be even, even more spooky than you've been to most Americans. Uh, tourism's going to go through the roof. You know, the murder tourism. Hey, maybe you could do murder mysteries. Except they're real murders, and everybody who's staying in the hotel tries to figure it out. Today's murder gives you the, the next generation's true crime tours all across program. your city. <laughs> it's a great tourist attraction. Well, not right now. No, but in uh, the future. In a few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, going out of business online every day. Going out. Doing shopping, banking, everything else online. It's a little like a playing you know game of chess where the stakes are everything that you own uh and uh you're probably not going to win you know what i mean house always wins know the rules it's important to understand how cyber crime and identity theft are affecting our lives i can't tell you how to hack into anything anything i don't know how to do it i don't know how they do it i don't know what they're thinking about next here's the crazy thing nobody does Nobody does. That's why you can't protect against everything. But I will tell you, as somebody who has had uh, crime in my house, in my house, coming from the Internet in, I have to tell you, you have to do everything you can to protect yourself and your identity. 
Save up to 25% right now in your first year of LifeLock with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off that subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Tonight, you do not want to miss uh, our Wednesday night special. It is on what's coming in the economy and how to deal with it. Worst case, most likely best case scenario, scenario, most likely worst case scenario. I wanted to bring Kevin Freeman in today. Um, He has a new book out called According to Plan, The Elite Secret Plan to Sabotage America. Uh, Kevin has been, you were on uh, Project Red Cell, weren't you, for a while? Is that right? No. 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 Uh, But I know you did. You were the guy who, after the crash of 08, were asked by the Pentagon to come in and do forensic. And you found the link uh, of that there was somebody, a sovereign fund most likely, Russia and sovereign wealth funds not conspiring together, but both taking the shot at the same deer in the in the sights. So this is the kind of thing that we're going through now. I I remember being mocked mercilessly saying that, you know, um, socialist communists, Islamists and others will all work together and to destroy America and the Western world. And they all said at the time that, no, these people won't work together. And I kept explaining They're not calling each other up and saying, hey, buddy, they're just seeing that they want to take America out and these people are moving in the same direction. So don't get in their way. Right. Exactly. Well, Hitler and Stalin would never work together except when they did. And then later they didn't. But yes, American individual liberty is the one thing that prevents them from getting their uh, dream of utopia of the world. And so the the globalists uh and the uh communists they each have a plan to destroy America. Exactly. And that's according to plan that's the thesis of your book, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and Islamists and others American individual liberty is the one thing that stands between uh, what they want to have in the world, which is them being in charge and the rest of mm-hmm. us being serfs uh and and where we are now. So give me some give me some of the highlights of of the book that you you can clearly recognize the plan. Well, the book is written. Uh, your your viewers will understand almost everything in there because they've seen it. We wrote this in a very uh, basic level so that individuals can hand it to their neighbor and say, "Hey, you know." The border, it's open. Fentanyl is coming across. Uh, is that incompetence? Uh, is that accidental? Or is it according to plan? Um, let's look at the military. Turning our military into a woke force instead of a fighting force. Is that incompetence? Is that just accident? Or is it according to plan? The stock market and the economy, and where we run up all this massive debt, is it just we're, we're just not good at this? Or is it according to plan? And as readers go through it, it's the old A equals B and B equals C. The goal is to get the reader to recognize that, therefore, A equals C. And if you can get them to make that cognitive jump, you'll never talk them out of it. Mm. So we lay out the facts and ask the question, is this according to plan? And people will inevitably come to the conclusion, yeah, there's no way we're this incompetent across the board. There's, I mean, I think the last two years 
have just proven that to so many people. You can because you could have always said, no, I mean, they have best interest at heart or no. But look at the good things. You can't name one good thing when it comes to this administration. Everything has been to the detriment of our Constitution, our republic, our economy, our military machine, our place in the world. Everything. Everything has been that that is a plan. Afghanistan, you name yeah, it. You name and it. it's to the benefit of the Chinese Communist Party or the globalists. Everything is benefits one or the other and usually both. So Afghanistan, we left and, and who's captured it? China. So I asked you this before we go on the uh, before we went on the air. And I'd, I'd like to have you express this to the audience. Um, how long do we have before? Because you've been watching the economy much more than than I have. And we look for the same things. And uh, I've been surprised at how resilient this economy is. But we are now having our legs cut out from underneath us by our own administration with energy and everything else. How long do we have um, on this path? Well, there, there's the old story. How long does it take to go bankrupt? Very slowly, then all at once. And yes. it just happens all at once. Uh, if we make the right political decisions in the midterms, I think we can forestall the crisis. Is there an ultimate payment crisis? Absolutely. Absolutely. $31 trillion in debt and 5% interest rates. We're spending a trillion and a half dollars a year in interest only, and we're bringing $4 trillion in. And once we start down that spiral, it's inevitable. This economy, this currency will collapse inevitably unless we completely reverse course. But we can delay it. And and if we do the wrong things in the midterms, uh, we have 24 to 36 months maximum. If we do the right thing, we have a decade to, to reverse course and right the ship. Um, so I'm hopeful. I, I think that what we saw in Italy is very hopeful. I think so, too. So Boy, it, are they working to make sure that you think that that is fascism. Did you see that the um, the former prime minister, who's a part of the liberal side, who was running against her and says, I'm no friend of hers at all. But this uh, story that is coming out from the Western media that she's a fascist is fake news. She's not a fascist. I disagree with her. I ran against her. But we're not introducing fascism with her. So he's a Bill Maher liberal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's amazing how I'll bet you don't see that story anywhere. No, and he, I, I haven't seen it. I'm glad you saw it. Yeah. The reality, she's not a fascist. Individual liberty is not fascist. And, and the fascists the are all, all, all extreme progressives. Yeah. That is the definite. You know, it's, again, it's Hitler and Stalin. Uh, it's not people who believe in individual liberty and family and, and um, patriotism. What do you say to the people who say that China is so weak internally now that they're almost a paper tiger? But I would say the same thing about us. Well, number one, China may be extremely weak internally, but their pain tolerance is a lot higher than ours. I yes. mean, this is a society that allowed you, oh, you're, you're having a second child? We will kill it. Uh, if you can have a one-child policy and enforce it, if you can turn people's phones red with their health code app and, and get them to stop a bank run, they have a much greater uh, 
ability to control their population despite massive pain. They killed 100 million people, and, you know, communism has 50 million under Mao. So they're like this, the Russia under Stalin where, when, you know, we'll survive. They just will continue to survive. Chinese Communist Party has, has enormous ability to continue to operate and survive until it doesn't. And it may break someday, and I hope that it does, because the Chinese people are wonderful, terrific people that should be unleashed economically, unleashed with liberty. I mean, it'd be a marvelous thing. The name of the book is According to Plan, the Elite Secret Plan to Sabotage America. You're listening to Kevin Freeman. He is the uh, the author of it uh, and a really, really brilliant mind that studies this and has for decades now. Um, I want to ask you about the Nord Stream pipeline. Okay, Uh, people don't remember 1982. The Trans-Siberian pipeline had an explosion that was so large you could see it from outer space. Now, there are people who say, well, it was an accident, it was poor construction, it was all sorts of other things. I've met with people on the Reagan National Security Council who admitted to me that they had actually allowed the KGB, uh, the Soviets, to capture some bad software that was pre-programmed and some bad ships, and that when they were implemented into the pipeline, it caused an explosion. So sabotage is clearly a possibility. It's Okay, but hang on, hang on. That is different. That, to me, is uh, – that's just brilliant. Oh, you're going to steal stuff from us? Yep. Here, steal this. That is, to me, that's just smart. That's oh, just, no, it was economic right. warfare in the Cold War, and it was complete – nobody was hurt right. in it. It was a miracle, and yeah. it really stopped the Soviets. It's a part of tape bringing down the Soviet Union. So, But this is different. This is in international waters. This is not a military target. Who do you think has the, the motive to do it? I, the only motive I could find, and I listened, was listening to you earlier, and I thought you were absolutely right about, you know, America, I hope we didn't do it. We might have had, you know, and so forth, but it doesn't seem, seem right. And it doesn't seem right for Russia to have done it to themselves. No. The, the clues aren't there. Germany, who is going to have an energy crisis anyway this winter, can now deflect problems from their bad policies to, uh, well, we had an ex- uh, a sabotage in this pipeline. We don't know who did it, and we're not ever going to figure it out. But the globalists who want to turn us into serfs, and it goes back to the according to plan idea, uh, would be more than happy to have allowed that because it's, it's going to spike energy prices, uh, force us to the green approach. Uh, it's all according to plan. So that, I think, is at, at the most likely possibility in my mind at this moment. That one seems, what do you think of that, Stu? I think that one seems, I mean, nefarious, yes, but it does seem, uh, it does seem movie-ish. Everything else is a little convoluted. This one seems likely because you can go, politicians, they never want to take responsibility for anything. This one, I always look because the left always does things where it's a win-win for their for them. Even if they lose, they win. You know what I mean? This one is a win-win for, for instance, the globalists and and Germany because the pain is deflected off of the uh, politicians. You can't. You're not going to hear that anymore. It would be all about the pipeline. I think that makes total sense. But also. 
you're already hearing this is why we have to stop these pipelines and get out of gas and get into into green energy because it's just too unstable and dangerous. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it fits, right? It certainly fits uh, many of the other things we've been talking about for a long time. Uh, it's hard to know, obviously, at this point, but I mean, it's certainly a plausible theory. It has, it has to that's be the, the first mix. one I've heard, Kevin, that that I think is I think that's plausible. It's well, terrifying really, that that's plausible, it <laughs> yeah. you know. It, it, but it fits the according to plan, and and th- this is the same group of people that had war gamed a pandemic, and then as soon as we had that virus, were, however it emerged from the lab or from bat wet market, <laughs> they just had an immediate response that that they were able to capitalize on it and benefit. And keep in mind that hurt their economies too. Mm-hmm. Right. All of those things hurt their economies, too, but it achieved their greater objective of making us serfs under their control where the elites don't wear the mask, but the rest of us do. They shut down schools. They shut down businesses. Yeah, they were willing to take that pain to achieve their greater long term objective, which is global dystopia, from my view. We're living in an evil age. No question. The and good news is, I think the light is getting lighter. It is. And people are waking up. And that's why we wrote this book is so you can give it to your neighbor without the conspiracy theory massive behind it. You hand it to him and say, hey, we see these issues. Do you really think all of these things are happening accidentally or because we're incompetent? And they'll conclude, I'm certain of it. They'll conclude, no, there's a plan. And this is according to plan. Uh, Kevin Freeman, thank you so much for uh, stopping by. The Elite Secret Plan to Sabotage America. The name of the book is According to Plan. Thanks, Kevin. Let me tell you about American financing. It is hard to overstate the value of being at the right place at the right time. The right time is probably right now. The right place is American financing. The home loans have gone up now to 7%. They've just uh, topped 7%. How high do you think these go, Kevin? Well, we've seen 10% in our lifetime. If if inflation's 8%, they should be 10%. Yeah, they should be. Yeah. Yeah. which what at what point do we collapse the the markets uh, and collapse the debt? Ten percent would do it. Jeez. Mm. Okay, we're three points away from that. Yay, we're number one. Anyway, um, please call American Financing. Um, I believe they can help you. They'll just review everything that you have and then lay out some options for you to save a ton of money over time. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. They are not part of the banks. They don't work for the banks. They work for you. Um, They may give you a couple of options uh, like uh, getting a locked in rate uh, that is uh, fixed and it's maybe a little bit lower, providing other types of loans, even just helping you find ways to raise your credit score, which is really important. American Financing is there to help you. 800-906-2440-800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I want to leave you with a couple of pieces of uh, audio here. The first one needs a little... Needs a little setup. This is 
This is uh, right from a little documentary piece about how we just have to be better to, you know, sex offenders in prison. I mean, they're people, too. And uh, we should give them a chance. You know, you want to set this up anymore, Stu? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's get, meant to give you a sympathetic view of these people trying to make their way back into society. Mm-hmm. And you've been on the Internet. You've heard the term. Wait for it. Wait for it. I encourage you to wait, wait for, for it. it. We all out here in this world and we all got to make it happen. It ain't nothing stopping me. So, like, I'm very hopeful and confident. After this interview, Ashif sent a picture of his penis to our producer. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a guy I mean, <laughs> who's, who's just been interviewed and been talking to the producer of a show trying to be sympathetic so he can. Okay. I mean, they I mean, are saying it was a problem. Yeah. That, that this poor guy nah, was he's, unfairly. He's fine. Yeah, he seems he's fine. fine. Let me he's give fine. you a more disturbing one okay. than that. The president of the United States. Now, he he says something slightly different, thankfully. But uh, it's not new, not too much better. Uh, he's at a uh, he's in front of a large audience. He's talking about a bill and he compliments a particular congresswoman and asks where she is. Representative. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here to help make this a reality. She wasn't going to be here. No, No. she couldn't be there. Yeah, one of the reasons for that is uh, she's dead. She's dead. She's dead. Didn't you send a a condolence to the family? Literally released a statement a couple of months ago. I thought it was bad when he said, stand up, Chuck. It's worse than that. To the guy in the wheelchair. He's actually topped it. Yeah. This is somebody dead. Still almost still grieving. The Glenn Beck Program.